Here we are. Welcome to season two, episode one of Love in the Black. <laughs> We're your hosts, Miss Long. And Mr. Bill Wealth. AKA Tiana and Jasper. And we'll be talking all things love and money because just being in love doesn't pay the bills. So on today's episode, we're thinking of diving into transitions because I think we are at a very transitional point in our lives and relationship. Yep. So we're going to kind of just take you through our process and like what we're going through. Hopefully you can relate. If not now, maybe in the future, save the episode. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm with it. So last episode, we were announcing that we are pregnant. We are still pregnant. Um, We are literally two months away from dropping Baby Smith into this side of the universe. And we're really excited about it. Um, Preparing. We're really preparing. This episode will not be all about the baby um, because there there are other things going on in life that, you know, surround the fact that we are bringing another human being into this world. But, um, you know, we're also about our business. So uh, there's there's other things cooking in the oven as well. Yeah. Good one, T. Good one. Good yeah, one. we had to put that joke in there. Ha ha ha. Because we're funny. Um, so yeah, what do you want? What do you want to dive into first? Well, it was almost the end of the first quarter. Yes. And you know, as we're always talking about business, like I, I kind of operate on this quarterly system myself personally. I know you, we do some things collectively and individually on this kind of quarterly. What have I done in the last couple of months? And I would like to say, as we head to the end of the first quarter. Um, whether you guys know or don't know, but Jasper and I, we always do a quarterly balance sheet to really check where our individual net worths are. Whoa, whoa, pause. Uh, so the cool thing is I did not put up the calendar invites for this year. And Tiana actually had an issue with me not, like the fact that I got her caring about this balance sheet is incredible because at one point it was like a challenge i'll say to get her to want to do it and now i'm the one who forgot to send out well yeah because oh first he wants to do all these things together and then he does he did he went and did the q4 2021 balance sheet without me and i was pissed off because i went i was like looking at my stuff and i was like dang i didn't do my q4 balance sheet and i was like wow I remember him asking me about doing his and he just did his and like didn't even didn't even check up on me and see if I did mine, see where I was, you know, am I am I am I failing? Am I am I doing good? So I was like, you know what? I went ahead and I did my Q4 balance sheet because obviously like I said we're heading into the end of Q1 and we're going to have to do it again. So you always need that last quarter's balance sheet to compare. And I was very proud of myself because the one thing I currently am trying to do is pay off my student loans if this Joe guy that we have in the White House is not trying to cancel this shit. So 
I want to give them one lump sum because I don't have time for people coming after me in terms of debt. And with that said, I'm only 20K away. Like my student loans is my biggest debt. And the only thing separating me from a positive net worth and the fact that I am almost in the positive. No, in the black. In the black. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I am almost in the black is just, uh, I'm so proud of myself. And I think that by the rate that I'm going, I feel like at least by Q2 of this year, I should be there. You know, hopefully, I don't, I'm, I'm still crossing my fingers that they just cancel all this student debt and I don't have to pay them nothing. But in the case that I do, I will be ready. All right, so now I can defend myself. So I did ask her about the Q4 thing and she said, just go ahead and do it because she she kind of saw it in my face that I wanted to go ahead and do it on time. Cause sometimes it's not perfectly like right after the quarter, but like I was ready to do mine and I was kind of free to work on it. And so- He asked me at the most random time. I probably didn't even know what he was talking about. It was just like, yeah, go ahead and do it. Cause I was doing something else. So, 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 he, so, so, so that's he, exactly how you said it. You were like, just go ahead and do it. Like you, you literally gave me the okay. And so now- But that had me pissed off after I realized that I didn't do mine. And so when I was doing my Q4 one, I just went ahead and I put time on both of our calendars so that we could do them together as a couple because that's what we do. And he had me fucked up doing one of them without me, but it's okay because I have rectified the situation and hopefully he doesn't betray my trust again. And I encourage all of you yeah, to I was gonna do say, yeah. your balance You, you got to well. talk it out. I mean, and I think for couples, you just have to figure out your system. And it's not that you're looking for perfection, but you got to have some type of system. And, and that's how it should be. But we know it's not for a lot of couples out there. And so you're going to run into issues, which we've had, we've, we've had them too. We, we still have them on. A, there's still a few things we need to 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 work on, but we're a work in progress like everybody else. But like we talk about it enough because one, I just can't, I can't not talk about it because of what I do for a living. So, and I just love money, so I love talking about it. So whether you're in a relationship or not, I highly encourage you to do a quarterly balance sheet and hold yourself accountable to what you're bringing in, how much, you know, you're spending because ain't nothing worse than like continuously getting older and realizing you ain't worth shit. Yep. Literally. I'm, I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. Cause I, I try to express that cause people confuse the balance sheet with the budget, which is two separate things, but this quarterly check-in, which is why I do it personally, which is why we do it together and why I recommend everybody do it because it just takes that snapshot at, at this moment in time. We know bills come and go, you know, you're paying th- down things, you're investing here and there, but you, you're never kind of taking that moment to say, let me take a look at it from this 5,000 foot view. Cause we're just living, we're working, we've got family obligations, social things. And so time just keeps going on. And I, I've heard this a lot from, from clients is, I think I'm doing good. I feel like I'm doing okay. And, and if you gotta pause for a second, the, the words, I think, I think, 
I feel this tells you like legit. they ain't got no damn clue. You ain't got no clue. So, you know, it, it's worth you taking, I don't know, 15 minutes, <laughs> log into all your accounts online if you don't already have some type of tool that you're using. Excel still works effectively. Old, you know, pen and paper. But just take inventory is what the balance sheet essentially does. And it gives you that snapshot. And so what it does is every quarter, you'll be able to see what you've done. So whether you had a good quarter, bad quarter, somewhere in between, you're able to really make an assessment around is what you're doing effective. That's all it does. And I think that that is what I, it's what I need at least once a quarter, because outside of that, I think we're, we're both very just like into what we're doing and, um, being able to take a time out and really 15 minutes is all it takes to add up, you know, what are your liabilities? You know, what are your assets and get that number and then compare them to how you did last quarter. And just having that number for me is very energizing because it lets me know that I'm making progress. And I think that oftentimes while we're in the midst of our lives we don't we don't recognize and praise ourselves for the work that we're doing we often let um, our wins go by just unnoticed and uncelebrated and I and I really enjoy taking this time to celebrate something that I think we're focusing on for the long term like this is not a short-term exercise for us it's something that we plan to do for the rest of our for the rest of our lives, for the rest of our relationship, um, and it—it's normal. That—that's completely normal. This isn't some I have to like drag and pull her to do. It's a normal thing that we're just gonna work into our normal everyday life. So every quarter, let's talk. How we doing as a collective? That's it. It's not even a hard conversation. And it was literally just me slipping and not sending the reminders, you know. But she picked up the slack. And I remember when we first started doing it, like I would, I would always carry a lot of credit card debt just because I wouldn't like transferring the money. Not that I couldn't pay it, but I, I just wouldn't. And then finally, like seeing that get off of my liabilities list and really help increase my assets, which ultimately attributes to my total net worth. I love, I love having those conversations with him because he, he does talk about money to other people on such a regular basis and (laughs) and you know we hear the horror stories all the time um but to be able to be excited about you know the the gains that people are making for their financial future that i am making for for our financial future is super exciting yeah And, and speaking of q1 i launched my subscription community in February and that's one of the assignments is that everybody has to do a balance sheet and and as I'm talking through I think you overheard a few of the conversations over the past couple of weeks of just going through it and, and explaining like this isn't a budget this is all it's doing here's why it's important and it's a a process that once you get comfortable with it you'll actually kind of feel like Tiana's feeling now I'm excited to take a look to see what I've been doing even if it's not a great quarter publicly traded companies can't skip out on earnings calls like they have to do it but as individuals you want to skip oh i didn't have a good month or a good quarter or a good half of the year but you you feel like well because it wasn't positive you skip it 
and a publicly traded company, whether it was good or bad, they, they didn't skip it during the pandemic. You just had to face it. Yeah. The average person can't face their situation, which is why people struggle with money, don't have wealth, continue to live in this kind of poverty mindset. And as you know, Tiana knows, I'm out here trying to disrupt it. And I got to disrupt the way you think and feel about money. But until, you know, something I say sinks in or, you know, something you see sinks in, you're just going to be in your mess. And I think that we we talk about this in a way because, as we say in our intro, just being in love doesn't pay the bills. Like, it's it's very important to us to recognize where we are financially because although there, there are other things to life than money, as people say, but fuck that shit. Money pays for all, <laughs> all that all shit. The, all the shit. <laughs> It, like money makes me very happy. I'm happier with my life when I see that I have dollar signs in my account and I can buy whatever I want. And I know that especially with us bringing a new life that is going to be very expensive over the next years. 18 plus and minimum years. 18. But you, you said the key thing though, right? And people who say who people who say money isn't important. Uh, some of them really don't care about money, and I gotta respect that. And or they're already wealthy. wealthy, right? So when you're wealthy or come from privilege, yeah, money isn't a problem because all of your necessities are covered. So I wouldn't care about money, and I wouldn't care about how I move around in life, knowing that I've got a safety net or a trust fund or real estate I can sell or income. I mean, that's how I want our kids to be. Right. Uh, no, that's how they're gonna be. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So we're we're building like any any uh, new parents, but. You know, it's it's a work in progress. So I'm always telling myself, Tiana, my clients, whomever, we're not looking for perfection, but over a sustained period of time, it's very clear to see who is doing something and who isn't. Now the balance sheet is just one part of that. Talking to your significant other about it is one part of that. You know, there's so many things we have to consider as we talk about like money, financial planning and life. It's just you have to figure out is what you're doing right now effective. That's it. So don't don't think about the solution just yet. Just think about what you're doing right now. Is that actually helping you move forward in the short term? Or is it all, you know, intermediate term? Is it long term? Is it a combination? But if you're not sorting those things out, it's a challenge for you to have this discussion. So I'm very clear about what needs to happen in the short term. Kids coming. Got it. Done. Period. <laughs> so period point blank. And we're at a point where um, we, in our in our personal lives, we have cleared out the baby room, and the crib is sitting in the box to be built. And today, I have been working on our what were gonna be our mail-in baby announcements, but um, are now going to go out digital form. So y'all will see that soon. Um, I'm not going to get into why I'm a little upset about it, but, um, yeah, that's, that's where we are and trying to get all this baby stuff together, um, because two months is going to go by very fast and, um, that's, that's a part of our transition. So one, first things first, if you are not already doing a balance sheet in your life, you should definitely start that process. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or you're single or, you know, it's complicated with somebody. This is for your own personal well-being. And so if you don't already have a template 
for a balance sheet where where can they where can they get one jasper can they hit you up yeah where everywhere <laughs> now nah, hit me up uh, info at ready to build wealth.com I'll, I'll send you a balance sheet uh, when i send out to to everybody again that's info at ready to build wealth.com and that's the number two so ready info at ready to build wealth.com i'll send you a balance sheet uh, i'll send you a, a blank one and an example uh, for you to use and if you got questions you know I'll follow back up with me we can, we can we can talk it out so that's first thing second thing is um as we are getting all of this baby stuff together um a friend of mine has made me a baby stuff snob and i'm very particular about the things that i want in this nursery in this house because we have very limited space and i find myself getting cranky and angry when anyone tries to deviate from what is on our registry and because i'm hitting kind of this i'm in my final trimester my my hormones are probably contributing to to this and just my natural nature of being a stubborn know what i want taurus how how are you feeling how how are you feeling about this period in my life am i annoying you nope look at that it's been i guess it's been easy i've heard a lot of war stories and i i think that's the the part where we're talking about transitions like people have been like well how's your wife you know she had the cravings that she's been crazy emotional and i was like no and if she has been not she more ha- than usual right right so, so, <laughs> so right so nothing like you know out of the ordinary with tiana and i and i think that's the struggle when you get overly consumed with this whole process because everybody's got what you should be doing what you shouldn't be doing and and i'm like you know what a, a baby is coming and i think as much as you can prepare you still have no clue how things are going to turn out right you, you hope you wish you pray you do all those things so for me it's it's easier to say okay there's a few things i gotta do is my wife okay first <laughs> do we have a safe environment check done will we be able to provide you know uh water uh lights <laughs> basic necessities <laughs> right. because so much of this other stuff has been it's, it's kind of fluff in my eyes where everybody i'm talking to about even with the registry stuff and, and getting i'll say the necessities i mean people are like what can i give you i was like give me like one thing because as tiana knows people have over they've gone overboard with purchasing all these things they said they were going to need for the baby and have used literally like two or three items everyone wants to they want to give you the big bulky shit that they got that they don't need and they want to pass it on to you so that it can take up space in your house and i'm not with that shit <laughs> like i'm just like and i, I, no. I yeah I, I want to be a minimalist the best we can again necessities gotta get those done that, that's all I would want. And a friend of mine who put together my registry, um, she was very much so a minimalist and only put things on her registry that were very sustainable, things that would last with the kid that were very high quality. Um, and I trust her. And because of her, 
I'm very picky. So anytime someone is like, do you want this? Do you want this? I'm like, no, I don't. But thank you so much for thinking of me. I really do appreciate people thinking of us. Yeah. So in lieu, in lieu of that shit you was going to put off on us, give us money for this kid's education. That That's the that's the, the alternative where you want to give us something and help support us. It's money for the kid. It's, I don't know, gift cards for food because we're going to need to eat a lot. Like I'm, I'm thinking like this basic, we're going to have to survive. That's so. in addition to like something that's actually on our registry as well. Um, that's actually for the child, okay? Because that's also a necessity. Yeah. Um, Tiana gotta eat, y'all. She gonna be hungry. Yeah, because this kid is going to be probably feasting, feasting, feasting on, all on the you. Energy, energy I have. All the milks. But I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. But another thing that I didn't. Well, I, I mean, I kind of did think about it, and I'm lucky that we have, um, you know, kind of the information from our OB and our birth center and our and our doula and our midwives. Um, we there's other stuff that we have to get together. We got to figure out where this kid is going to go to the pediatrician and and like baby dentist and daycare. Daycare, like, do I even want to send my kid to daycare? And that's and that's another thing, like as entrepreneurs and what we're what we're doing in life i'm starting to think about the opportunities and and how i want to work like do i have the opportunity to take my kid with me so that i do not have to put my child in the hands of strangers because i don't really fuck with people like that and i'm very frightened of one something happening to my child in the care of someone else that i don't know um and secondly, just there, there's, you have to do so much of this in advance. Like finding a daycare, I'm hearing is like finding a sitter and daycare, a nanny, all of those things are traumatic experiences from what I hear. Yep. And people from my standpoint have asked, you know, what does, what does Tiana see herself doing post birth? And I'm like, well, she'll have some time to kind of chill, but we don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna say I haven't figured out. Like, yeah. Tiana may just want to chill, and you know, you've got enough you could be doing. Where, I mean, could you just chill? I mean, Maybe. So, one could. thing that I want to talk about is benefits, and as entrepreneur, benefits is always something that's very up and down. Um, one day you have benefits, another day you don't have benefits, maybe. And getting some benefits was a top priority for me, knowing that I wanted to get pregnant and I wanted us to have a baby at a certain time. So whether that meant taking on a small job here or there that would provide me with some benefits was just something that I did for myself to ensure that I had, just ensure that I had healthcare and I would be able to have the birth experience that I envisioned for myself. And so I have been going through the process of um, maternity leave um, with one of my employers and it is something else. Um, Anyone that had had a job at the beginning of the pandemic and 
lost it or hours cut has probably had to deal with EDD in that capacity. Um, but now having to deal with employers and EDD and figuring out maternity leave or paternity leave, um, it's a challenge. But at the same time, I think it's going to be very helpful for me to be able to take three months off, still get paid and be able to spend that time and full attention to, you know, those first couple months of development for my kid. And then, yes, I'm already thinking about, okay, those, once those three months end, what am I going to want to do? How am I going to want to do it? What are we going to do? It's a, it's another piece of the puzzle that we have to think about um, as we, as we transition into this new phase of life. Yeah, it's time to ball out. So my wife ain't got to go back to work so she can do whatever she wants. So, and people have asked, they're like, you know, are you going to take on that monumental responsibility? And I was like, I got no problem doing that. I mean, I I know that Q2 starts with, you know, April starts off Q2 and it's like baby comes in the second month of the quarter. And I know I need to take some time to kind of be with my wife and child. And so I'm loading up everything that I can do. Plus, April is also financial literacy month, which means it's a great month for me to be very active. And so I have quite a few things in the hopper uh, before the end of this quarter, it all through April. And so I'm thinking about in terms of I'm going to be kind of missing in action to some degree. But the legwork I'm putting in now with my business is going to allow me to have probably a very prosperous April. And then coming off of, I'll call it my little, I won't even call it paternity leave. I'm just going to be at the house working. I, I won't be actively doing stuff. Call so- it paternity leave, Jasper. Just embrace. All right. So I'll call it paternity. And then I'm going to come back in June, fired up, ready to rock and roll. Because now I will have had some time to to knock out some projects that I just, you know, keep having to push to the, to the back burner. So again, that's the cool thing about, I guess, this, this, entrepreneurial journey is that you dictate your future success so if i don't go out here and do the work it's not gonna happen but i'm really excited about q2 so you know that thing about transitions it's about it's about to get fiery uh, because oh i forgot to share with everybody so i just finished this six month incubator program which was super dope shout out to main street launch because it's got me thinking like what needs to have what needs to happen next for me with my business and so i think the timing couldn't have been better knowing that i'm going into this next i'll say chapter uh, of my professional life so i'm excited about everything that we have kind of in store and it's serving as a, a very easy motivator for me like i wake up every day knowing that one i'm gonna have an impact on somebody's life but two there's somebody's life who's going to be dependent on me to go produce and that's kind of cool to me. And so I wake up with this, this real cool energy I've been waking up with. And I think as, as we get closer to the actual birth birth date, it's only going to intensify. So when people say, well, why are you doing? I got a kid. All right. So I don't know if you need any more motivation, but like this is definitely making me continue to, to sharpen the, the iron. Oh, I can't wait to be able to use the excuse of having a kid for everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> can't take this meeting. My kid is crying. I, I gotta go. I can't go. Gotta I log have off. to leave early. <laughs> I can't do it. Sorry, not sorry. I got a kid. Bye. Like I yeah. cannot wait. Alright now. I'm, I'm gonna be on a Zoom and say, ah, oh, you know, my kid needs me and show the kid and then log off. Oh, I can't wait to abuse it. Oh yeah. Definitely gonna do it. Yeah. The kid the kid is going to earn its keep. Okay. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Building our own little labor force here. Alright, on that point, yes. Because uh, somebody asked me about that. I said, oh, as soon as baby gets popped out, we're doing videos, I'm doing pictures. And it won't be like the cheesy, we dressing them up. And that that may happen, but I will be using it more like, here's what my daddy did for me. And it's all going to be connected to the Build Wealth Movement. Like, believe that. So, when the time and is he, right. And he's going to pay my kid a salary too, okay? Facts. Kids going to be on payroll. We setting up uh, investment accounts. We're setting up all the things that a parent should do to guarantee their kids future success. Because the way my wife talks about her student loan is the same way all my clients talk about their student loans. They suck and they literally can be avoided with the proper planning. And so our kid ain't gonna worry about student loans. They're gonna have other problems and issues, but it won't be money. So I'll, 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 I'll wrap up my remarks with that. This kid's gonna be immersed into a world that is not i'll say typical because we're not living typical lives and be warned that this kid will be very privileged and i say that with Mm -hmm. the most like i'm really excited about it to be raising a black child that will have privilege in this world and will know that they have privilege and will not be afraid to use that privilege Yes, they will recognize who they are in this world, but there will not be fear of thinking that they are less than or or any of the shit that we had to deal with coming up in this world. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we are back. So the last thing that we want to talk about in this conversation of transitions is also accountability because I think that that's a huge part of of this whole life thing is being accountable for doing what you said you was gonna do and stop bullshit stop bullshitting and um I think Jasper and I are big on accountability but we we I think we may approach it in different ways and like for me specifically um it's holding myself accountable is very important but it's sometimes difficult and I recognize that it's difficult for a lot of people and so what I've been doing is working on an accountability book um to check in with myself weekly and really keep my goals at the forefront and be able to keep track of what I've said I'm going to do in the coming week to achieve my goals so that one, I can look back in the short term and see like, okay, have I done what I said I was supposed to do? Um, And also help keep me focused during the week and what I'm time blocking and, and what I'm actually spending my time on. But also for the long term, like a year from now to look back and see where I am and 
and see what I have done to get to where I am. And in in between that, like really taking note of anything that has provided me with some inspiration um, during the week over over the months to to really achieve achieve my goals. And so that's something that I've been working on. Um, and it's it's challenging. It's it's challenging to hold myself accountable. Um, I definitely find it easier to be someone else's accountability partner than being my own accountability partner. But I also recognize that, you know, you can't really do well for someone else if you can't do for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I have a few actually. So I have uh, shout out to the golden rhinos. That's every last Monday. That's more for my like (laughs) mental health, you know, so we kind of chop it up and, but before we log off, we always give like one thing we're going to commit to for the next month. And so I have that group. That's every last Monday of the month. <clears throat> I have my mastermind group through the, the Urban Financial Services Coalition. So that's a once a month, strictly business focused, you know, particular to, I'll say, financial services. So there is a lot of good uh, cross pollination of ideas, but we also report you know, the wins we've had in the last month and the opportunities or challenges. And so the group gives feedback based on what you share. So, you know, if you bullshitting next month, I'm going to say, yo, you said you were working on this. You can't keep coming to the meeting with the same problem. That means you're not addressing the actual issue. So I got that one. Uh, I've added, uh, I've been bullshitting on my own podcast. And so now <laughs> I have a weekly standing meeting at like 8 a.m., 8.30, 830 uh, with the, my, my partner is going to help me launch my podcast. And so now I have that accountability partner. And then I have a client who's also has just transitioned, speaking of which, from her job to full-time entrepreneur. And I said, oh, it doesn't get easier, but it's an exciting life. And so I said, how about we check in once a week to hold each other accountable? And she was like, okay. So I've got four different, I'll say avenues on how I am having to be accountable to i do a lot of stuff personally also with other uh, parts of my life with like my daily exercise and uh my my 10 minutes of quiet time and tiana's looking at there's a board and i mark off i used to do it every day but then i realized weekdays are the heaviest for me and so i need to commit to that kind of idle time where i don't do anything i just lay down and (laughs) i get quiet i get still and he is very consistent like one thing you guys will continue to learn about Jasper and I as you listen to our podcast, get to know us, is that we are very different from one another in <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, one of them is especially how we execute things. Um, we have very similar goals in life, <laughs> but our the way we go our the way we go about things yeah. is very. <laughs> She's like, why are you getting up so early to do this? I'm like, because I need to get it done. She's I like, cannot. I cannot. I am not, will not ever become a morning person, even though I have to get up in the morning to go to work. But that, it's not my forte. Even with my daily, I do push-ups and sit-ups every day. And if I miss a day, like I, I missed the other day, so I, I doubled up this morning. But I keep a spreadsheet that I, Tiana and I tried. And then at some point. Hashtag Nope. <laughs> So, so I said, screw it. But, but again, like she has her notebook. It's a, it's a basic spreadsheet that just helps me to track. And it's just that satisfaction of knowing that every year I've done 
a minimal amount of physical exercise and it's typically push-ups and something else and i've done it now for the last probably four or five years and so when people are like oh you look fit i, I haven't he, gone he love when people tell him stuff okay i <laughs> I guess I need to compliment my man more or something. Lord Jesus. I'm out, I'm out here running, you know, staying committed to my miles. And so I have I have the personal stuff like Tiana has her notebook. And then I have my my outside sources for, for accountability. And I think you can get overwhelmed with too many. I just keep seeing, I seem to find the right ones that fit. So I think for you, if it's going to be your notebook, do a notebook like Tiana does. And that's just for her. Ask yourself, are you bullshitting? If so, you're gonna be able to see it because you're writing it down, literally. And um, in my my real estate team, uh, the, the the amazing woman I work with, we've we've also started to have accountability meetings um, just to keep each other on track um, because that's important to me as well in my business um, to have to have a partner. It's it's important for me to be able to hold myself accountable and and see see what i'm doing see what i'm saying i'm supposed to do and whether or not i'm doing it or not you know i i give myself a lot of grace as well because i am i am baking a human so please know that i give myself a ton of grace and and i do not fault myself if if one thing slips through the cracks as long as i have like you know a few check marks making sure that i've gotten something done i feel accomplished but um at the same time, I, I do hold myself to a specific standard of being able to execute and get shit done um, for myself, for my clients, for anyone that um, I'm working working with. Um, because at the same time, if you're not getting shit done, you ain't paying the bills. You're not. That, not that's it. Like you're not. Like I talk is cheap. You know, people talk about what they want to do. Like I talk a lot, but like you see me showing up and nobody's ever questioned whether or not I'm showing up because I do it consistently. And that is a testament to being an entrepreneur and and understanding that if I don't get up every day and show up, nobody's just going to reward me just because I woke up today. And that's the that's my dilemma around like having jobs and working for somebody else is because they're kind of setting the tone so it's easy for you to not have to do these accountability things in in some regards right you still have people to report to whether you're a manager or not but it's this it's all on me literally and so this ain't for everybody which why everybody doesn't do it you know like tiana said earlier about benefits i'll take a job if i need some benefits i'm employable but i understand that the trade-off of my time and freedom I definitely need freedom and my time is very expensive and so you know it's it's important for both of us to be accountable to ourselves accountable to the people that we work with um and beyond beyond things like beyond you not doing things and that not paying the bills if you're not doing what you say you're supposed to do and what you need to do you're not creating the life that you want for yourself and I think that is also very important and definitely aligned with kind of the monetary aspect of things. And ultimately, 
where I'm I'm hold I'm helping hold us accountable to doing these fucking podcasts every month, at least once a month. Okay, y'all about to be psh, we got we had one last month, y'all got one this month, man. Y'all ain't never had this type we, of we on fire. okay. We on fire. <laughs> and and just so y'all know, like I let Tiana run with this because I love producing content. And so for her, it's more of a I need to be in the mood to do it versus I don't want to I don't want it to feel like work. And so I had to respect that process for her. And so the fact that she's now said, okay, I want to record this week or next week, or I put something on the calendar. It's like, great. I'll I'll make time for that because I I enjoy these sessions. And even as I work on my own podcast, like it doesn't feel like work to me. Like I love telling these stories about like my experiences as a financial planner, just because maybe somebody somewhere in the world will listen to my future show this show and then do something that's why i think most people do podcasts is around they they got something to share mm-hmm. with the world and this is their outlet so there is probably some young couples trying to figure out their lives maybe something we've shared over the course of our episodes can help you get over that hurdle or maybe you too are, are also expecting a child like we are and you're like i'm freaking out I'm like yeah everybody freaks out because we don't know what it, it's the unknown but there's enough, you know, information out there to where I don't need to freak out. I just need to understand it's going to be a lot. It's going to be intense. And so as Tiana joked about us clean up that room, like the, the cradle is in the box. And my only project for next weekend is to open the box. I ain't even taking shit out of it. But I, be, I got the room. We got the room let, clean. Let, let the wood air. So I'm going to open it. Maybe I take stuff out. Because like. I know that's going to be a project that I'm willing to take on, but I got to be in the right frame of mind to sit in there to make sure this thing is secure and safe. It's going to be a minute, but I'm giving myself this, this time of, okay, last two weeks has been cleaning up like one or two items, taking stuff into storage. And then literally after this weekend, got everything out of there. So now it's like the box is still looking at me saying, Jasper, you gotta put me together. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then it's giving me motivation because I have to like really decorate everything else. Like I want to do wallpaper. I want to do all of these things, um, just to to make the room very homey for the kid. Um, but to Jasper's point, um, I I do have to be in the mood to do this podcast. But I really enjoy doing it because it's with it's with him. I enjoy having his perspective as the guy in the relationship and in all of these things and when we were going through getting ready for the wedding and having the wedding after the wedding having the baby like I enjoy doing this and having his perspective to all the things that are going on um I think oftentimes we we hear a lot of a female's perspective in some of these things that are a little bit more feminine but at the same time when we talk about money I love having my perspective in that too uh, because he's such the the financial rock star creator um, of our little family here but I think us being able to do this together makes me happy and as long as that continues love in the black will continue so you better keep making me happy so we can keep doing this show anyway so we're gonna go now (laughs) we appreciate y'all joining us make sure to follow us on instagram at love in the black that's love in the blk subscribe to the podcast and do us a favor have a safe 
and healthy rest of Q1. Because it's almost over. Peace out.